Parshas Yisroi. Everybody knows we have Matan Torah, right? Obviously, that's uh, basically the only thing we have in this part, except for the judges. It's a whole different story. Matan Torah. So, I was thinking this here. It might sound like it's a strange question, but why did the Bunch have to give us Matan Torah? I understand. He took us out of Mitzrayim. We saw him in Mitzrayim. So the Marcus. He split the yam for us. We saw him there. We said, Zekeli van Veyu. We pointed. Even the Uber Shabbimei Ima, he learned, said, Shiraz Hayam. The baby is in the womb. Fetuses said, Shiraz Hayam. So the Rebbeinish Lail. The word mitzvahs that were given already. Sham, Sam, Chak, Layu, Mishvat. There are certain mitzvahs that were given in Mara. So we got mitzvahs already. So why can't he just give us all the mitzvahs now through Maish Rabbeinu? You have to make a whole mountain and splitting the sky and seeing the Kisya covered and, 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 you know, Kaiso dying and having Kaiso Mason and, 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 and going backwards and Malcolm have to bring them forwards. It's all lightning and thunder and seeing what you could hear and hearing what you could see. For what? What was the reason for it? Obviously, there's a good reason. So I was thinking. In Chayos Halvavos, Tudis of the Heart, in Shara Vaitis Halakim, which is one most people in Shara Bitochen, Shara Vaitis Halakim comes before Shara Bitochen. So he explains there's two ways to do Avodah Hashem. Two ways to get to it. Avodah Hashem. One way is through the Torah. What does it mean through the Torah? I don't mean just through the Torah. The way through the Torah, he says, means that I understand that there's punishment I understand that there's reward, schar And because of schar I'm scared of punishment and I want reward. I'm going to do what Hashem wants me to do. I'm going to go through the motions. I'm going to do everything that He wants me to do properly. I'm learning halachas. Everything I'm going to do, but I'm doing it because I'm scared of onish and I want the schar. That's why I don't do averus. I don't want to get an onish. But there's a higher level. Also through the Torah, but this comes more from the seichel, person's understanding. Person's understanding, person realizes that the greatness, the goodness, the oneness, the um, the fact that the Shalom has everything and does everything and is everything. Person realizes that he could connect to such a thing, such a I don't want to call him being, but such a mitzvah, such a thing in this world called Rebbeinu Through that, I want to be kind of the Torah. I want to do Abed Hashem. I'm learning the same Torah, but I'm doing it not because of Mishar and Einish, but because of the fact that I realize who Hashem is. That's a much higher level. One comes from the other. Through Schar and Einish, I could get to the level of Sikhli, of through the Seichel, of, of understanding of Hashem. Through the Seichel, it's, you're not going to get to Schar and Einish, you don't need it. So I could get there, but it doesn't mean I'm going to get there. If I'm doing it because of, 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 of punishment and of reward, it doesn't mean I'm going to get to the next level because I realize the greatness of Hashem. That takes a thought process. That takes a bonus, a realization, a thinking, a deep understanding of Kaddish Baruch to our abilities. And that could be the difference. Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, 
Esther Makis, Kriyas Yamsuf. So, Klaus also very clearly, Mitzrayim got punished, and Klaus got rewarded. Every Makkah didn't touch Klaus, except for Chayshik, where when it touched Klaus, it was hidden. It was in Chayshik. Nobody saw it when Klaus, the ones who died, when they died. Every Makkah was divided. Eretz Goshen, there's a border. A wild animal can't come in there. Dam can't get there. Nothing gets there. That's where the everything stops. Borrowed, you're walking, you won't touch a yid. Chris Yamsov. get, they go with Bitochen, with full Bitochen. The realization Hashem told them to do this. And yet the Yam split for them. On the other hand, the machine run into the Yam. And what happens? They are punished. They are drowned. So we see very clearly it's Tchar and Onesh. So Klaizo could have accepted Torah that way. You're right. And in certain instances they accepted that way. But Kashbuch wanted a higher level for Klaizo. Kashbuch wanted the level of through the Seichel, through the understanding. But Klaizo was so deeply entrenched in the Tumor of Mitzrayim that he had to do it for them. He had to show them for the first time and only time ever. He had to show them who he really is. So he showed them. But a little bit more than that. Because when Kaisal came to, to Harsinai, so they said to Moshe Rabbeinu, we want to hear from the Yubayinishlam. We want to see the Yubayinishlam. We want to see Hashem. And Hashem was happy with that. He accepted that. He said, okay, I'll show them everything. I'll show them what I can. Obviously, you're not going to be able to see actually Hashem, but the keys are covered. He opened up the skies. I'm going to show them. And they heard the first two Dibras, according to one opinion, all the Dibras from the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Then they asked Moshe to because they realized that it's too much for us, maybe. But they had that Ratzin, they had that want to see a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And that's what Kaddish Baruch Hu wanted from us. He wanted from us to, to, he wanted from them to realize that we want to see you. We want to have that Keshe, we want to have that connection to you. And through that connection, we could actually serve you. So Moshe gave it to them. And he's made them be able to see in Shemayim everything that's going on. He said, COVID they saw. So, those are the two ways that the Rebbeinu gave us the Torah. Sechar and Einish and the Sechli. Now, Matan Torah really is not just for that, that generation. We can't actually see the Har. We can't actually see Matan Torah. But every year Shavuos and every part of Yisrael, we get it again. We get the ability to be able to connect to Hashem through the Seichel, through the understanding of the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch By learning the Parsha, by hearing us as a difference, we get that again. The truth is, is even more than that, we're all there. Because I'll say that all the Neshamas of Kaleisho were there by Matan Torah. Everybody was there. It wasn't just that generation. It was all future generations were there. They all saw it. We all saw it. We were all a part of it. And afterwards, that Neshama went, and it's Takas Kizya Covenant, and Kashboko puts it down whenever the generation is supposed to be in. But it was all there. So really, we have it inside of us. And that's how we're able to get to that. If it wouldn't be for that, we wouldn't, been able, we wouldn't be able to get to such a thing. We can't, like everybody asks in the, in the world, show me your God. You're right, I can't show you him. You know, the guy can pull out the, the, the idol worshippers, can pull out an idol and say, here, that's my idol. 
Yeah, okay, what kind of idol, what kind of God is that? But we can't, we, 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 we can't show the Yerbanisham to anybody, but we can feel the Yerbanisham in ourselves. That's the avoidance of Seichel. That's the avoidance through the realization of who the Yerbanisham is. How does that work? How do we do that? One, is, one way is through Torah, through learning. Not just being kind of mentioned, through learning, we're connecting to Hashem, because that's Hashem's rules. Hashem's Torah, Hashem gave it to us, and that's the way we connect to the Yerbanisham. The other way is through thinking about things that we see in the world. Understanding how nothing in the world works without the Rebbeinu doing it because it, it, everything is a nest. Like we spoke about last week about the man, about the bread. Everything is a nest. This year we get to talk about Corona. How one little bug stopped the world. You could talk about, there's so many things that you could see in the world that you could think about how Hashem does the world. Chazka Levenstein, that's how he used to, his son-in-law, Ruben Ginsburg, used to read him the headlines. I don't know, weekly or daily or... But he used to read him the headlines in order that Chazka was able to give a schmooze. Something going on in Japan or in Tibet. And through that schmooze, say, let's see the Rebbein Let's see our Kodesh Baruch but the problem is we have to think about it. We have to actually use our minds to be able to think about it, how unbelievable the world is and how unbelievable the Rebbein is in the running of the world. And if we think about it, not just let life pass us by, but actually think about, wow, I can't believe the Rebbein is is it's unbelievable what he could do. And this is just a little bit of it, because he has the Cheshben already, he... The, by him, it's how he is. So everything's connected from what happened in, in, in Russia a hundred years ago to what happened now to what is going to happen a hundred years from now. It's all connected. It's all part of the same puzzle. Just to be misbehaving on these things gives us a realization of how great the Shalom is. And if we have that realization of how great the Shalom is, then we can come to the fact that we want to serve him because of his greatness. And that's a high level. That's a level that we could all reach because the world is open in front of us. It's not something that I have to think about, you know, to be like a Chaim, to be able to know Shas and call it Darkula backwards and forwards on the tips of our fingertips, it's a bit difficult. A lot of work. Huh? Yeah. But to be able to say, look at around the world, and when we think about the world, don't think about it as happenstance, something that happens. But think about it with, this is the Rebbein showing us his hand. That we could all do. And every time we think about it a little bit more, it makes a difference in us. And the more difference in us we make, the more we'll get to that level of constant living with that realization of the Rebbein Shalom, the Rebbein Shalom. And anything that happens to us, it's like Kodesh Baruch Hu. You didn't do anything to me. You didn't do anything to me. Yeah, Kodesh Baruch Hu sent you to do something to me. You were the shliach. I don't know why, whatever, good or bad. But why did it happen to me? Because Kodesh Baruch Hu wanted it to happen to me. A story happened to me yesterday. It's a little tiny story. There was a, what we call a meat sale. They sell frozen meats they go in the parking lot. You order in advance, and it's very cheap. So, everybody comes to the sale. I went to the sale. I had ordered. I went, I picked up my three bags full of stuff in my one box. And I was paying, I walking home. And right next to me where I was paying was a friend of mine. And he had been by the sale already, got the wrong order, had to come back and get his order. And when he came back to get his order, he was right next to me, and he was going home, and he had a car. So he gave me a ride. 
So as I got into the car, I said to him, look what Hashem did for me. He made you take the wrong order in order that you have to come back to be here at this time and I can get a ride with you home. And it was true. Because that's what happened. Now, I don't know why he had to get the wrong order. That's a whole different cheshmer. But the fact that he did it for me also was a part of it. So that's just like a little thing you could do just in order to realize how the Ubanishan runs the world. And that makes a difference in our lives. That makes our whole lives different. We, we, we don't have to get upset. We don't have to get depressed. We don't have to get angry. Because things happen, yeah. The Ubanishan deals. The Ubanishan did it. What I do, I have to do my ishtadness. I have to try to do whatever I could do to take care of the situation, whatever is in my capabilities. Whatever I could do, I could do. Whatever I can't do, I can't do either. I, I can't. Gershon Liebman, Gershon Liebman was, a, was, is the, was the Rosh Hashiva in the Vatican, France. He created Torah for 80,000 people in France. So he used to give Shmuzim. So when he gave Shmuzim, he didn't write it down. But some of them compiled the Shmuzim. After all, they brought him a safer with his Kedushim in it, with his Shmuzim in it. And he was reading the Shmuzim. And he was like, wow, that's a great Kiddush. That's a great thought. That was a great concept. They were looking at him like, Rebbe, you said it. You know it already. He said, just because I said it, doesn't mean the Bansham had to give it to me. The Bansham didn't have to give it to me. The fact that Hashem gave it to me is a great concept. Meaning, it's not mine. I'm marveling at the concept that Kosh put into my head. Again, every little thing he did, he put, he put Hashem into the picture. And that's the realization of the greatness of Hashem. And that's an avoidance of Hashem that we could all accomplish. Once a day, maybe once a week if we do it. However much you do it, the more you do it, the more you get used to it, the more you get used to it, the better person you'll be just because you'll always be happy. You'll always have a moon and be talking. You'll always realize, I'll do what I have to do, but your brain runs the world. I can try as much as I can, but if I can't do it, and if I did it, thank you, Hashem. And that's what we, the, the, what's coming down in Parshish Yisrael, Parshish Mount Terra, is that realization of the greatness of Hashem. But not B'schar just in how great the B'schar is in running the world and giving the Torah to Klai Yisrael.